1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of What's New, Barkeep. I'm debating what I want to title this as either bar tips
2: or this is going to hurt.
1: More likely than not, hey, bartender, this is going to hurt.
2: I don't know if we would make this a precedent or not. But we'll just start off with the drinks we are trying, because this is this is going to be a bad one, boys and girls.
1: This is not going to be fun, because our first drink for this one, Oh, <sighs> I don't know i'm not looking forward to this at all our first drink is an old-fashioned mm-hmm. it is bourbon
2: sugar angostura bitters a little bit of water and ice
1: don't forget oh god hey mine actually has ice sweet <laughs> yep yours actually has the ice mine is the one that doesn't oh mine has two.
2: Oh, awesome huh, okay sweet I'm wondering if this is going to be an okay situation because after mixing it, it didn't smell bad.
1: Yeah, quote unquote, it didn't smell bad, but it's like, this thing is just sugar, bitters, and bourbon. Mostly bourbon. Mostly
2: bourbon. One thing we should mention at the top of the episode, during my drunken haze of last episode, I forgot to mention another thing that we are kind of avoiding for alcohol. Oh, yes. We are not doing energy drinks.
1: No, nothing that requires an energy drink. Because me personally, I don't have an issue with energy drinks. My co-host has a different take on it. I don't like energy drinks too much. And plus, our first little bar tip for this episode, Mm -hmm. you really do not want to mix something that gives you energy and something like alcohol, which doesn't.
2: You don't want to mix uppers and downers.
1: That's the simple way of putting it. All right. Enough stalling. Yep. Enough stalling. All right. Cheers, man. Three, two, one. That's not bad. That is not too bad at all. Like, but... it tastes almost coffee-like. I can taste it, too.
2: Yeah, like, it's amazing. we almost, the last two drinks we had from the first episode
1: was basically mostly coffee. And this tastes more like coffee than they did. Huh? This tastes like straight black coffee. Well, not quite straight. It tastes like uh, overly, maybe a little overly sugared black coffee. Potentially. Potentially. It tastes like coffee with some sugar in it, but no cream. Mm-hmm. So, coffee drinkers, an old-fashioned might be for you. Yep. Here's the thing. This is the first drink I've ever had
2: that had any kind
1: of bitters in it. Yeah, I can say the same as well. Because bitters is one of those things like, Mmm, fancy. Here, let me put some bitters in that. Yeah, put some bitters in it. And uh, I have to say, as a as a personal coffee drinker myself, it's, same. it's pretty damn good.
2: Like, it's definitely not bad. I definitely can still feel some of the bourbon, but it's not bad.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely... Can feel the bourbon i think the biggest thing is that uh if you don't like bourbon Mm -hmm. this thing is not gonna be friendly to you well it's probably not gonna be friendly to you anyway because that's basically a shot of bourbon (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is basically a shot of bourbon and some bitters and sugar yep but hey it's definitely not the worst drink i've ever had no definitely not that is actually pretty good so what do we have on the agenda Mm -hmm. for today
2: right now we are doing bar tips granted this is going to be a bit of a broad spectrum. We're going to basically try to do a couple of uh, separated in different ways throughout this episode. Like, for instance, right now, we're just doing general bar tips. Like, for instance, don't go on a Sunday because most likely it's closed.
1: <laughs> yeah. So basically this episode, if it's your first time going to a bar real soon, this one's for you.
2: Like if you're just turning 21 or maybe you just have some, like, some anxiety because, because of a bunch of people
1: and you're trying to break out. First off, happy birthday to you.
2: Second of all, we're glad you're getting better.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) When you are going out, don't go on a Sunday, because
1: most bars, at least where we
2: live, are closed on Sundays.
1: Yeah, and if you can, especially during our current time of recording, Mm -hmm. you really don't want to go anywhere near a bar at the moment. But if you have to, actually, you know, we'll say that for a different
2: time, because... Even though COVID is quote-unquote political, it really shouldn't be political, but here we are.
1: Yeah, no.
2: So we'll go with presuming COVID is eradicated, everyone is safe, we're in the Star Trek world.
1: Yeah, so basically, this is just going to be your normal tips for if you're going to a bar.
2: Mm -hmm. First and foremost, doesn't matter what gender you are, always bring a friend. Every time. And make sure that you know where they are, not necessarily all the time, but at least keep tabs on them.
1: Just make sure you know that they're around and they have eyes on you. So if they can see and make sure they know you very, very well. Mm -hmm. If they see you getting into trouble or you, they see you starting to get uncomfortable with someone who's approaching you, they can kind of step in.
2: You also want to make sure you know where all your drinks are coming from.
1: Absolutely. If someone offers you a drink, but you have no idea where they got it from, don't drink it. Because don't get wrong. We would like to think the best of people. Maybe this person's a
2: generous person, but in this day and age, that's not quite the case. Mm, No. We don't want to see anybody get hurt, sexually assaulted, anything. So make sure you know where that drink is coming from. Do not leave your drinks unattended.
1: That's part two of that. Yes, part two of the keep a friend around.
2: Mm -hmm. Another thing is basically to the make sure you have a friend around. Having them around is also
1: really helpful because being at a bar alone is super duper boring. Absolutely. it's you'll find yourself having a lot more fun if you've got a a person around, maybe a group of friends.
2: What you also kind of want to avoid is also, if you don't know people and they're being friendly, nice. But they start pushing you to do something you don't want to, avoid it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you find yourself really uncomfortable with someone, just... Just get yourself out of that conversation. Go find your friends. Go find your group. It's better to be much safer than sorry.
2: Another thing that you should maybe, depending on what you want to do as well, you could also say, depending where you're at, like a karaoke bar, if you're going to be doing that, choose a song that is well within your vocal range. And don't choose the overplayed ones. I'm not going to say don't necessarily choose the overplayed ones, but wait until the end of the night to do that. Because everyone will be super duper wasted,
1: and they will sing with you. Absolutely. And then you got the whole crowd going, so... But if you're doing it at, like, midnight, 1 in the morning... Mm-mm-mm. No. No, at that
2: point, you might want to just go with something a little... Not necessarily obscure, but not you would hear on the radio in the last 40 years. Something like that. Maybe 30. mm mm-hmm. Another thing is... Granted, I'm not a beer drinker. I don't know if you are, Dane. A little bit. Not, not a huge amount. If you're going to be buying a pitcher, make sure you
1: drink it fast, because that... Because beers don't, beer doesn't come with ice for good reason. Yeah, no, beer does not come with ice because beer typically does not last very long.
2: Well, it's not only that, it's that
1: even you don't want to dilute beer because beer in and of itself is kind of a weak drink. Yeah, most beers tend to be about, yeah, here's a little fun fact for you guys. Beers tend to be around 5% in their alcohol percentage, but the strongest beer ever made had about 67. Huh. nifty. Yeah, Basically a liquor at that
2: point. Yeah, I mean, I, the only time I ever drink beer is when I'm already three sheets to the wind. If that was the first thing I'm starting off with. I would probably hate it even worse than I usually hate beer.
1: Absolutely. And here's another tip for all of you first-time drinkers. Maybe you just turned 21. Maybe you're not really that heavy of a drinker. But there's a little rhyme that I learned when I turned 21. And I'll teach it all to you now, which is liquor before beer, you're in the clear beer before liquor never sicker basically you want to get your liquors out of the way first and then just maintain it throughout the night with a beer if you drink your beers first and then go to liquor it's not going to end well for you There's actually been science to disprove that like no joke there actually has like the
2: idea is what you're doing is you want the idea is alcohol consumption of itself because if you are basically just taking shot after shot and mixing it with beer you're basically filling your stomach up to the brim Mm mm-hmm So the idea is, instead of, again, it's a cool thing, and it's kind of not necessarily a bad thing to follow because you don't necessarily want to mix light and heavy alcohol because of that reason, but the idea is, in general, moderation is a thing. Once you start feeling drunk, stop. Yep. A lot of college students and high school students, let's be honest here. Sometimes. Yeah. Think that the drunker you are, the better you are. There is a limit. You will eventually get to a peak. You will not you know, you will not go any higher.
1: Which leads us into our next tip, which is know your limits.
2: Yep. Because here's the thing. If you're first time drinking, go slow. Like, if you're basically at a party and you basically hear a person go, you know, uh, sit down, be- beer keg.
1: Oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, too. I'm drawing a blank on what the hell it's called. I believe it's called a beer chug. No, it's...
2: Either way, if they basically say you need to chug this thing, do not do it. Like, If you're going to be playing something like beer pong, one game. See how you're feeling after like 20, 30 minutes.
1: If you're feeling fine, keep going. Otherwise, stop. And I think the biggest problem is that if you're brand new to drinking, you're really not going to know your limits. But Mm. once you do learn them, stick to them.
2: And I am going to have to say this, and I know this is going to sound negative. And I know that if you are in the former category, when we say, you know, Oh, you're brand new to this because you just turned 21 or you're, you know, your friends are drinking and blah, blah, blah. The problem is adults don't actually become adults, quote, unquote, until basically all the hormones don't kind of even out until about 20, 25 around. Yeah. So basically all those hormones are still, you know, in your system. and You don't want to listen to advice from people who are older than you. And don't get me wrong. We're both of us are quite in off our lawn, but legitimately we are trying to help. This is another tip I'm going to say as well. And this is going to sound, again, this is basically for our underagers. We don't condone it. We don't say do this. We are basically saying, if you are in a dangerous situation or you are drunk, get a hold of your parents. Let them drive you home. Because they would rather see you alive than basically either sexually assaulted or dead.
1: That is absolutely true. I cannot explain that enough. Mm -hmm. Get your parents You are going to prefer getting the scolding from your parents than you are being in a hospital bed. Or in a police station. Or in a police station, whichever one. But I think that's enough of doom and gloom for the time being. Let's move on to our next drink. Of course. Which is... Oh, oh God. This one. What was this one called again? Black Russian. The Black Russian. Oh, boy. Which, fun fact, guys is just coffee liqueur and vodka
2: you guys might have heard the white Russian, Russian. white russian which is coffee liqueur heavy cream and vodka i believe uh and i believe
1: some milk as well
2: maybe it's maybe it's half and half i don't know
1: yeah something like that it has a lot of cream in it but yeah. black russians have nothing so this is basically we may as well be taking a shot but this is basically three shots in one. hmm Cheers. Cheers. Oh, three, two,
2: two one. one. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> like here's the thing. Like the initial burn, that's what sucks. But like the <sighs> but the after?
1: It's not so bad. Someone's gonna like talk about oh, turn- It's got a real cinnamony taste to yeah, it. Yeah, I know, which is weird. Oh god. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> you going to need the puke bucket? Oh, no. I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be good. Holy crap. Hold on. I need a palate cleanser real quick. For our next one, we have bar foods. Ah, oh, yes. Bar foods. A couple of things we we're going to say. This should have been on bar tips, but we're going to bring it up here now. Always, 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 always eat before going to the bars. Every time. Because otherwise, you'll get drunk a lot faster, sick a lot faster. It's not good for anybody.
1: Absolutely. If you and if you or your friends are planning to go to a bar and, you know, have yourself a real good night out with a bunch of drinks and maybe a lot of someone in your group really likes shots. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good idea to get something in your system before going there. As long as you got something in your stomach that isn't heavily Bread-y. breaded,
2: mm-hmm. then you'll be pretty good to go. All right. Mind you, this is what we're going to say now. Disclosure. None of this is scientific. Well, this is based on a lot of personal experience. We're just going to let it out right now. First and foremost, avoid bread. If it's nothing but, like, for instance, if you just say, oh, look, here's a piece of bread I'm going to just down because that's going to absorb the alcohol.
1: Don't do it. That's going to do more harm than it does good. Because
2: here's a fun fact, at least in my own personal experience, I'm not sure about yours. What happens is the alcohol absorbs into the bread and then concentrates it because fun thing about stomach acid is that it takes time to digest have you ever put seen you know water go into like a piece of bread you'll see how fast it absorbs
1: that's the problem yes exactly if you need to have something that is like pure bread my recommendation myself i don't know about luke here Mm -hmm. my recommendation is to make it into toast this way it kind of loses its absorbability Mm -hmm. but it still gives you something
2: Yep. Another thing that we can actually say is if now we're going to go just to finger foods and we're going to go to actual foods because nine times out of ten, a bar will have some kind of finger food. Like, for instance, they will have chips or pretzels or, you know, popcorn, che- popcorn, Chex Mix. Be sure to munch down on that. One, it'll help you, you know, stay soberish more. And two, it'll make you want to drink more. And by drink more, I mean, you don't have to do this again. We're not your parents. But we would advise at least have a glass of water somewhere in the night. P- try to get at least two, depending on however you are. And then before
1: you go to bed, get another glass of water. Because that's going to dilute the alcohol and make your life a lot better in the morning. Exactly. And recommendation for that, you know, small glasses when you're in the bar, that's perfectly fine. But before you're going to bed, you better get the tallest glass you got.
2: Mm-hmm. Because... The reason why a hangover exists is basically your body is super dehydrated. So if you drink some water before bed and maybe wake up some Gatorade, you should be fine. It's
1: not a good word, but definitely okay. Yeah, you won't be like sitting there in your bed, just holding your head going, I hate my life. You'll probably just sit there and go, oh God, I got a headache. Mm-hmm. Or you're
2: gonna, or if you don't, you know, drink water, you'll basically be praying to the porcelain god in the middle of the night. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I'm happy to say this when it comes to hang, uh, hangovers. I have actually... Not puked during a hangover. Never. Never. Uh, I have had, I'm not sure if you get this one, because I get basically
1: light sensitivity. Uh, I don't think I've ever been that hungover to my point, but I have have gotten hungover to the point where my stomach felt a little nauseous. Mm, like,
2: don't get me wrong, you get, I get gut rot, but I don't get vomity. Never vomity. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Excuse me. Another thing that you might want to do. If you're basically end of the night, you want to get something in your stomach because you are hungry, because let's be honest here, you've basically been dancing or doing karaoke
1: or, you know, playing darts or whatever. Basically, your body's been active. Get something with grease. Something with grease. And there's a little warning in that one, too, but we'll get to that. But, Mm -hmm. yes, something with grease. Something like maybe some chicken fingers or anything like that. Or tacos. Basically, beef's a good. Beef, bacon, pork, you know.
2: Basically, anything that has regular grease content is not a bad idea.
1: But be careful with that pizza. If you get those thick crust pizzas,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Like if you're getting like a Chicago style where it's basically nothing but bread, don't. Don't do it. Thin crust is probably your best bet. Mm-hmm. Like the fun thing about it is, at least it's the same thing that, again, we're not scientists. We're not, you know, nutritionists. We're not any kind of
1: what's the stomach doctor called again? Uh, you, you got me there. I don't know a stomach doctor.
2: Yeah, basically, we're not medical people at all. This is just personal experience. Our thought process is, at least mine, I'm not sure about Dane, is that with the grease, it basically helps thin out the alcohol, so that way it digests it a little bit more slowly because your body is trying to get rid of that grease first.
1: Yeah, basically the way that I see it is that grease provides an extra lining to the stomach protection.
2: Yeah, I think you basically just said it better than I did.
1: Yep, grease will provide an extra layer of protection for your stomach against the corrosive alcohol. Oh, another fun tip? Don't overeat. That is a big tip <laughs> cuz <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> you thought puking, you thought puking when you just had normal amounts in your stomach was bad? Yeah, no. no.
2: Like you're basically playing with a bunch, depending on what you're drinking, you're either dealing with a bunch of water and yeast or you're dealing with a bunch of yeast and whatever hard liquor you're playing with. Then throw on top of a bunch of food on top of it. Your stomach's going to be like, uh, fuck you, bro.
1: And another big warning about that is mm-hmm. also don't undereat.
2: Yeah, you're going to want something because it's one of those things like even if you have this applies to a, with a hangover, it does with a cold or a flu. Always eat and drink. Stay hydrated. Stay.
1: Yes. Keep hydrated. Stay full. S- stay full somewhat. Yeah. Because basically, I don't know if you guys have to anyone out there, if you've ever dry heaved, you know that pain. To anyone else who doesn't, trust me, you don't want to know.
2: Oh, God. That brings a story up. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, one of the few things I've learned, don't have pizza rolls. Oh, no. Like they're not necessarily bad for, you know, drinking, per se. But there was one night where I basically got a little wasted. Basically, moved in with this one guy, and we celebrated with shots for those who have drank before, you see where this is going middle of drinking. We had pizza rolls, you know, kind of help then, you know, thin things out. But it was still shot after shot after shot. And it wasn't something like, you know, light, like say Malibu or something like that. No, this is like, I don't want to say it was Rumpelmintz, but it was a high grade liquor. Oh boy. So here I am. I'm basically staggering around, getting to my brand new room and just passing the fuck out. I want to say I wake up about like an hour. Hour and a half later, and
0: just
2: and just throw up right in the middle of the room, and says it was pizza rolls. It was nice and red. Mm. Oh boy! And that stain stayed there till I moved.
1: Oh god! Mm-hmm. So be careful, people. Be careful. Be careful of that. Speaking of which, it's time for our final one. Yep. And our final drink for the night of this episode is a Bloody Mary.
2: Now, when we're talking about last episode, how there's like, there's no real good way to make a certain
1: alcohol. Bloody Mary is a very, very good example of that. Absolutely. From what I've seen, there are very, very many ways to make a Bloody Mary. Especially the garnishes. Like, I have seen, I have seen a cheeseburger
2: on top of things. I have seen chicken wings. I have it is ridiculous. Actually, hold on. We effed up. Be right back, boys and girls. We need to get our garnishes
1: this episode is sponsored by anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast
2: they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer
1: anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done so you can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts
2: you can also make money from your podcast ka-ching with no minimum on how many listeners you have
1: it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place also it's free (laughs) <laughs> you can't get much better than free.
2: Just be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: And welcome back. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Yep, we have got our garnishes in, which
2: is, let's be honest here, for a Bloody Mary kind of requirement. Yeah. But it gets kind of silly sometimes. Like If you just look up Bloody Mary on Google Images or something like that and just kind of see all the silliness that comes in there, <laughs> It's ridiculous. They they get they get really extravagant. Yep, I'm actually going to pull up the recipe for it, the Blame Mary, because there is a lot that goes in this thing.
1: You'd think I'd have it on me, but well, here we are. Yeah, needless to say, this is a uh, it's like the drink itself actually looks quite nice and it's like it fills about half the half the cups that we have. All right, again, this is basically
2: kind this is the recipe we're going off of via liquor.com. Minus some of the garnishes because we couldn't find, you know, a couple of things.
1: Hashtag not sponsored.
2: Hashtag not sponsored. I'm going to, have to remember to do that from now on. It basically is lemon, lime, vodka, tomato juice, Tabasco, horseradish, Worcestershire sh- 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 sauce. So which is
1: Worcestershire sauce for mm-hmm. anyone who's wondering.
2: Celery salt, black pepper, paprika. I know there are some people that as soon as I say the word horseradish, you're like, nah. I don't mind horseradish. I like horseradish. It gives a nice little burn without it actually burning your mouth. It basically, it makes you, it clears your nostrils.
1: You got a stuffed-up nose? Get yourself some horseradish. That'll clear you right up. Oh, yeah. like It's one of those things that, kind of the
2: same thing with mint. Like, you know when you have a bunch of mint, and your, you're just like, whoop.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents used to grow mint in their backyard. Oh, my lord. You went near that plant, and you could just smell it.
2: So, another anecdote I should, I'm going to bring in here, because I am full of them. I have a friend of mine down south during one of my LARP groups. We, his name is Lothar. Not his real name. He has a drink called Dutch Chloroform. It is basically mint extract. Oh! Oh! I had it. Oh, no. For our listeners at home, I basically felt like I had my teeth brushed for the entire day. It was that much mint. Oh, God.
1: Enough stalling. Cheers. Three, two, one.
2: Not the worst, but yeah, a little bit too much citrus. Oh, God. I felt like I was drinking ketchup. (laughs) It's a little too
1: much citrus. A little bit. (laughs) Are you going to need the bucket? No, no. I'm just like, oh, I was not expecting it to be just like freaking ketchup. (laughs) Well, I think it's one of those
2: things. Uh, you know, people have different tastes for it. So, like to say, I don't know. Personally, I don't mind it. I think we just need a little more time with the garnishes.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. A little bit more time with the garnishes. Maybe some, maybe a little less tomato juice next time.
2: Well, it was a Bloody Mary, so you kind of need the tomato juice.
1: Yes, you need the tomato juice. But I would still recommend maybe balancing it out with something.
2: Yeah, maybe a little bit more vodka, a little bit more sure, 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 sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, depending on your thing. Unless you like drinking straight up (laughs) ketchup.
2: Our last segment for this, and this is actually a really important one when it comes to alcohol. Oh, boy.
1: Don't be this person. Do not be this person.
2: First example, don't be that person who basically puts like 20 bucks into the jukebox and just has the entire jukebox for the night
1: do not be the person that plays bohemian rhapsody in the middle of the night wait till
2: the end basically that was part that was a little bit earlier when we brought that up don't be the person that this one's kind of obvious don't be the person who roofies people that's a very big obvious
1: one do not roofie people Mm-hmm. don't be the person that basically won't take no for an answer that is another big should be obvious but apparently isn't
2: i mean hormones and whatnot it's not that i,
1: I can understand it but i don't agree with it mm-hmm Uh, that's a very understandable one another one don't be the person who likes to scream out things in the middle of the bar and then pass out on the floor Mm -hmm. don't be that
2: person who doesn't know their limits you will basically get laughed at and mocked and probably have penises drawn on you
1: yeah i speak from experience in that one i have not thankfully and i'm the lightweight (laughs) yeah no i speak from experience with that one that was a that was a fun night but Believe me, the drawings that I got—it was very difficult to get them off. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: Don't be the person that basically—I'm not gonna say—don't be a woo girl or a woo boy. Be aware of the people around you. Like, if you can tell that you are bothering people, knock it down a couple notches. We don't—not that we want you to have fun, but people are there with their own friends, and they don't need excess commentary.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Don't butt into other people's conversations. If it starts to look like you're starting to bug someone, it's probably a good time to start moving on.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, another thing that you want to do is don't jump into conversations when in a group. It's kind of like a whole girl thing, except it's not exclamations. It's just, oh, you're talking about this? Whoop, let me introduce myself. Unless they're like, oh, yeah, sure, let's talk about this. Don't do it, because they're in their own group. They're doing their own thing. It's fine being extroverted and trying to get, you know, talk to a bunch of people, but don't, if they don't want you around, don't hang around.
1: Consent is everything. Mm-hmm. They're there with their friends. They're not there for you. As much as everyone would like to think otherwise.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another person that you do not want to be?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. Oh,
2: you don't want to be the person that fights everyone.
1: No, do not. Do not be the brawler. If you know. I'm going to say this up front
2: and as directly as possible. If you know that you get violent with alcohol, don't drink in public or around a spouse or kids.
1: That is that is a very sad, sad truth. But if you know you get violent on alcohol, it's probably better that you just, you're in private, you're with people who you know can handle, your are somewhat Mm. volatile temper i
2: don't entirely agree with that because you basically allow you're allowing them to be that way like- um,
1: yeah but it's kind of like the fact that you know everyone is not really themselves quote unquote mm. when they're on alcohol it doesn't it- make it okay doesn't make it okay at all but if you know you're a violent person know your limit mm-hmm Know your limit. And if you start to feel that well up, it is much better to just step away.
2: Bare minimum, stay away from the bars. Absolutely. Stay in a controlled environment. Stay away from the bars because the bars is literally the exact opposite of a controlled environment. Another thing that we should say, this is going to sound kind of not necessarily classist, but it's going to be very topicist, I guess, is know what kind of bar you're getting into. Like, Like, for instance, we have a few bars in our town. And one of them is, you know, one's a nightclub. One's kind of like a uh, old, like kind of like a regular bar going thing, like where factory workers go to. Another one's like a medieval based thing. If you are the type that loves to dance and party, you might want to stay away from the previous two because it's not so much that they're not for you. And I'm sure that the bartenders and the owners would love to have you there, it's just the rest of the customers would not.
1: A lot of people who go to the the last two, they tend to prefer the quieter space. So mm-hmm. people who tend to go in there screaming, they tend to get kicked out pretty fast. Well, it's not that they get kicked out. It's just all the patrons are just like, Ugh, these people. Yeah, who said it was the, uh, the owners or the bartenders that kicked them out? Uh, I suppose they probably just get glares. Person you should try
2: to not be bare minimum actually no don't even try just don't be this person
1: don't be gropey make grope face no do not be that person consent is key as we said before consent is key and it does not matter whether you are male or female
2: Mm -hmm. i actually had a friend of mine who actually got groped by a woman one night at the bars he did not approve no asking no flirtation just kind of a hug and then butt squeeze yeah not okay Mm -hmm. completely not okay I mean, it's one thing to push boundaries. It's another thing to be like, I'm going to, you know, grab that hoe's ass. You don't want to be that guy. You will be mocked. You'll get laughed at, or
1: you might literally be thrown out of the bar. Or worse yet, you'll end up with a black eye. Well, if you're lucky. If you're lucky, you'll end up with a black eye. Worst, you'll get shanked. I've actually never seen a person but shanked, but I've definitely seen pepper sprayed. That is also a possibility, but I have heard the stories of people getting shanked for that.
2: Noted. I'll stop touching your ass then.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Thought you like Anywho. <laughs> Again, this is all from our personal experiences. We're not going to be able to cover everything or everyone, but this is just a nice
1: little helpful guide. We we realize this episode probably comes off as really preachy and very...
2: <laughs> like, we oh, we know everything more than you do, but the thing is, we are legit trying to help. And for those of you who have actually, you know, been to the bars or go to the bars frequently, no judgment, and you probably already know all this, well, we appreciate you listening regardless. Either way. However, be sure you are 21 when you go to the bars, because bars can legit get shut down if you are not 21.
1: Yes, do not go into the bars if you are not of legal age for wherever you are.
2: Yeah, sting operations are a real thing thrown to the fact that if you do go in while you're underage with a fake id once you turn 21 you can no longer go to that bar nope we don't condone we don't say do this be aware
1: of certain consequences be aware of what consequences your actions reap
2: whether it be between you being inconvenienced or between the bar being shut down for everyone else
1: don't be that person and with that that is what's new barkeep i've been luke i've been dane